0: we have a conversation that looks at accessing justice. Social transformation through access to justice is uh, Chief Justice Martha Koume's agenda for her tenure. And we have been having that conversation. We thought, well, it actually sounds interesting. So let's talk about the social transformation then. And it's about accessing justice. It's about people accessing justice, which is why we decided to take up that and say, we'll be having these conversations every Thursday. Today's conversation is... On looking at how a program called Plead 2 bolsters a people centered justice. And we're jo- joined by two ladies for the conversation. Her Excellency Henriette Geiger is the EU ambassador to Kenya, and Jadida Warohio is the CEO of the Kenya Witness Protection Agency. Now, that one is interesting. The Kenya Witness Protection Agency. <laughs> Hi. Ladies, good morning.
1: Good, good
2: morning. morning.
0: Thank you very much for joining us to Kenya's biggest conversation. Thank you. We call that the hot seat, and now that also the hot seat, Jadida. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Enjoy the hot seat of the situation
2: room. Yeah.
0: We're going to have a conversation around justice, so we'll make sure that this one is a very just one. And uh, because, Jadida, you take care of uh, witness protection, hmm. you'll also be nice you never know <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never know when you will be a host a <laughs> guest <laughs> <Or just readers. laughs> yes let's talk about witness protection we see it in the movies we see it in series we've heard about it in kenya
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's an agency in kenya introduce us to the witness protection agency in kenya
1: kenya is governed under the witness protection act it's an act that uh, was a stab, uh, was uh, enacted in 2006 and operationalized in 2008. The witness protection unit started as a unit in the DPP office when it was in the office of the Attorney General. Mm. But in 2011 it was operationalized as an independent institution with operational autonomy. Mm. This is the second witness protection program in Africa. The first one is in South Africa and Kenya land from South Africa. The Witness uh, Protection uh, Agency has been there for the last uh, 10 years and its work is to protect witnesses who are at risk, who are intimidated or who are threatened because of the important information that they hold and they are cooperating with the prosecution or any other law enforcement uh, Institution. It could be the investigation, it could be the court, it could be other um, institutions like ESCC, among others. Mm. So the agency has been protecting those vulnerable witnesses. We have many witnesses, but there are those who get into the threshold that their risk profile. Is so high. The information they they hold is so important. They are willing to cooperate, but they are afraid for their life. Mm. They are afraid for the lives of their family members. Mm. Even the information they hold can negatively impact another person. Mm. So the agency uh, receives those kind of uh, applications either by the from the witnesses themselves or from other institutions, states institutions and non-state institutions. The agency works very closely with the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution. It's one of the referrals. The National Police Service, especially the DCI, the ESCC on issues of uh, corruption, uh, and has handled many serious cases from transnational organized crimes, issues of terror, issues of corruption, issues of uh, murder, issues of SGBV, Um, human trafficking and uh, the agency works well when there's interagency collaboration because unless uh, someone comes to us and says I'm I'm at risk we may not know unless that matter is of a public interest and it's out there and we go out of our way and find out Mm. who needs our support because remember there is no trial a criminal trial without a witness. Mm. If there are no witnesses, then the case is lost. If there are no credible witnesses, and usually the credible witnesses are those that the accused person does not want to have in court, then there is no conviction, there is Mm. no trial. We also protect those we call justice collaborators. And these are witnesses who maybe have been part of the criminal enterprise and have uh, done either plea bargain or have chosen to work for the state as a state witness mm-hmm. so we also protect those and when you think about the very serious uh, crimes uh, justice collaborators in the future will become the witnesses who will assist us in terms of prosecuting these very serious uh, crimes
0: when you say protection mm-hmm. what does that mean what do you do
1: we the first line of defence is the national police service. They're the ones, they are the ones that are first protectors. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the second line is the judiciary, which also has protection measures. And uh, when when uh, a court is like in sexual offences uh, act, you find uh, the court will have closed hearings, camera, camera hearings, because of the nature of the offence. We are the last line of defence. Mm. When all that is uh, not working we come in to provide special protection Mm -hmm. so ours is special protection so we have special protection measures so the act gives us the opportunity to establish and maintain what we call a witness protection program so you can have a law but you don't have a witness protection program established two it gives us the power to establish the criteria of admission into the witness protection program Mm. and therefore it means your your some part of the criteria is is it a serious offense are you at risk are there other options that are available for you to secure you for the trial can you be able to adopt to the witness protection program because it's a very close program Mm. you are uh, you are excluded from from your usual
0: so what does it entail
1: it means you come in Mm. into the program you if you qualify you sign a memorandum that gives you it's a memorandum of do not. Do not talk to, do not move, do not, <coughs> so that we are able to keep you safe. So some of the witness protection uh, uh, measures include physical protection, 24-7 physical protection and armed protection. It includes a uh, change of identity. Uh, it includes uh, um, court protection measures like uh, having when you go to testify, you have video uh, link uh, conferencing so that you, are dis- you distance yourself mm-hmm. and have the safety and the confidence. It also includes voice distortion mm. or uh, vo- uh, identity distortion because the purpose of special protection is to reduce uh, the, the recognition. Mm. We protect your identity and we protect any identifying information and we protect your physical uh, security. So, it is a, it's a special measure that we have to undertake on a case-by-case basis. Case it's a case-by-case basis, case by case basis yeah. and, we and
0: not everybody gets the same thing? No. There are people whom no. you will protect by actually removing them from yes. their community.
1: Yes, relocation.
0: F- relocation? Yes. Is it permanent relocation or is it just during the duration of the case? Maybe is it time-bound? It depends.
1: They- we can relocate you even and evacuate you when investigations are taking place we relocate you up to the time your risk profile comes down okay so we will keep on assessing your risk mm-hmm. threshold before the charge uh, during the case after you have testified and it is the risk profile that will determine whether we continue providing with special protection and when we relocate you it can be temporarily mm-hmm. it can be permanent mm-hmm. it all depends and we can relocate you both Within Kenya and out of the country it all depends on your nature of case mm.
3: okay so looking at um, w- how things happen not just in Kenya but around the world as well that then so would you look and say in Kenya it was necessary to have this act personified as it were mm-hmm. because of the prevalence of danger that came against would-be witnesses and that's why you said it was necessary to have this here. Because do you have high prevalence? Do you have high rates of witnesses potentially being in potential danger?
1: Yes. Mm. This act actually was triggered by issues of terror in this country. Mm. Remember the Kikambala mm. uh, bombing at the coast? Yes. It was very clear and uh, very evident that there were no witnesses who were coming to court to testify. Mm. Mm. And uh, therefore uh it was uh, the, the, we needed to get a solution. Mm-hmm. No one is even giving in any intelligence information. Mm-hmm. We can't even prosecute. Mm-hmm. So the thought of establishing this agency uh, became very apparent, and that's how the witness protection act was conceived. Mm-hmm. Then remember then we went to the and when that happened and uh, we were called in uh, the coastal area to assist, mm-hmm. then we had mm-hmm. the first witnesses get confidence and say, Yes, I will say something, but on condition. That you relocate me out of this country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after I testify and take care of my family. That was the condition, mm-hmm. and it happened. And that's when the wheels of justice started to flow mm-hmm. on issues of uh, uh, counter-terror mm-hmm. responses. Now, very many witnesses generally mm-hmm. are at risk, generally, because of the the nature of our justice system. Yeah. So many accused persons will intimidate, even in, on small. Uh, offenses mm. so the act just comes to help us especially deal with the very serious offenses but there are mechanisms that we must strengthen so that we don't get to the last resort mm-hmm. of witness protection because it's a very expensive uh, a protection measure yeah. special protection measure so the courts one of the courts one of the things that uh, we have been working very st- uh, closely with the judiciary is to establish what we call witness pro- uh, witness boxes that also have voice distortion equipment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last year uh, in December during the International Human Rights Day mm-hmm. uh, in partnership with the EU and UNODC were able to launch 21 uh, witness uh, protection boxes that are not only boxes mm-hmm. but now have a special component of voice distortion so that uh, in usual case that a child feels vulnerable an adult feels vulnerable, the court on its own motion can use those facilities. We have to also ensure that we develop a a court system, what we call protection pathways, Mm -hmm. so that people, when I'm coming to give uh, evidence in court, Mm. I feel safe. I'm not using the same corridors, Mm. my accused and others.
0: You're not, you're not meeting in the corridor. No. And
1: d- be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, usually that is actually, that's the sign. Yeah. And when you see that sign, it's very dangerous. Yeah. So that you feel safe. There's a place I can wait. Then I come mm. and testify. You know, there, there are requests you can make to court to make it much more safer and, uh, and uh, easy for you to testify. Because again, an intimidated witness, mm. however much information they have, they will not be able to share. Think of a child mm. who has witnessed a murder. Yeah. Think of the child; even has witnessed murder in very close family proximity, mm. and they are testifying against a relative who is an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the the frequency is high in terms of witnesses being intimidated, but we cannot be able to onboard all witnesses. That's why our risk threshold is is high.
0: balozi as the European Union, um, I would imagine that you also then offer support in this entire ecosystem of witness witness protection in seeing that that at least witness protection agency is able to do the things that it ought mm-hmm. to be doing what kind of support do you have
2: well um, the witness protection agency was getting support as part of our justice sector reform program so for the last five years we have been supporting Kenya to reform its justice sector so um, we just yesterday launched the second part of that program. Mm. So it's a huge program. It's 70 million euros, which is how much in shillings? About five million. times a hundred. Five, five billion. About five billion. So, so um, part of a uh, part of the the program, which is called Program for Legal Empowerment and Aid Delivery in mm-hmm. Kenya. Mm is to help make uh, justice in Kenya more accessible and fairer Mm -hmm. to all and and one key element is the witness protection and witness protection exists in almost all countries around the world Mm -hmm. certainly in western countries Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it is a global problem. It is a global problem Problem and just last December uh, we were together to to launch inaugurate those twenty one witness boxes Mm -hmm. which are mobile, so you can carry them from one courtroom Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the other. And I was sitting inside myself Mm -hmm. with the having then a male voice coming out and uh, nobody can see when you're inside. It's Mm -hmm. really great Mm -hmm. and I think. It is one of the key ingredients for a fair a fair justice system. Mm. Yes. So uh, that's why we uh, decided to support the Witness Protection Agency. But um, as you pointed out, this was part of uh, the Director's Office, Directorate for Public Prosecution, mm-hmm. which we are also supporting. We are uh, supporting the entire justice chain. Mm. Because, of course, it's only as strong as its weakest Mm -hmm. link, but um, this is a huge investment in a very sensitive area, Mm -hmm. but we really liked the ambition of Kenya to, um, to reform its justice sector and we feel that this is at the heart of any good governance in a country, that's why it's so important for us and last five years we have seen incredible change Mm. in the justice system. Mm. Of course change takes time, that's why we're doing another five years, but for example now you can have a lot of all the proceedings digitalized. So Mm -hmm. you do not have to go to the court yourself. Mm. You can do it from the comfort of your home. Mm. Some do it in prison. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. During COVID, uh, the justice sector and the court system got almost... Uh, all digitized uh, very fast and it's most impressive and that helps even the business uh, business cases Um, they can do their court hearings digitalized we help greening the system so Now they have a much reduced power bill, so their energy Mm. uh, consumption went down because they have solar panels everywhere, and they are not disrupted during the trials Mm. due to power outings. Um, we, um, We worked a lot on access to justice, especially for the vulnerable, those in um, distant locations, uh, poor, uh, poor uh, conditions, marginalized groups, because we feel that justice has to be the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, we're very encouraged and we're doing now, we just started the second uh, five years with another 35 million euros, Mm. and what is most impressing me is that what we're doing is we're just supporting the actors here in Kenya. And uh, you have a lot of ownership, not only of a very committed and passionate Chief Justice, So yesterday in the launch, she committed 150% Mm. to the reform of the justice system. But we all know that the leader is only as good as the people working for her or him. So we need ownership in the entire system. And when you were just talking about witness protection, you need also an awareness in the system where the problems are. Mm. So only then you can find solutions and uh, we're working a lot also on the integrity Mm. in the system, Mm. the pride (laughs) and the integrity of judges and also the policemen on the street, the prosecutors, everybody needs to uh, develop that level of integrity and uh, it's easier said than done mm. uh, because of course you have traditions mm. uh, customs habits and you also in some cases you still have uh, low salaries that entice people to get some extras on the side Yeah. so it's um, but for example on the traffic fines in this new phase we are trying to have instant online mm. traffic fines mm. which will close a lot of opportunities yeah. mm. for corruption for on r- the street yeah. um, and enhance
0: justice yes most please. importantly yeah. because when you when you have that when you have that instant uh, fine then you've enhanced justice you know that this is it this is the the offense that you've committed this is the fine you, you paid it, immediately yeah. Yeah. you know that you have actually gone through the justice system other than that other one where you don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen <coughs> in the future and mm-hmm. that also now leads to you just participating in bribing yeah Jedida, you introduced us to the witness protection agencies told us there are only two witness pr- protection programs in africa yes that are legal well, maybe mm-hmm. there are others that you know <laughs> are
1: that are properi- properly properly structured, structured in law and, all. and in practice
0: kenya and south africa a question that has come to me on social media somebody's asking has kenya's witness protection program Ever reloc- had to relocate somebody from Kenya to go and start a new life, change identity, start a new life elsewhere.
1: Uh, yes, we have had to do that. We 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 are yet to use the change of identity because that is quite a permanent uh, uh, special measure. We've not had the situation to do that, mm-hmm. but uh, we have had situations to relocate out of. Uh, out of the country. Uh, We are still facing a small challenge Mm. which uh, we are hopeful will surmount it uh, this year. We have uh, draft regulations, we are calling them uh, the reciprocal regulations. These are regulations where you reciprocate across jurisdictions, Mm. Kenya with another country, another country with us, so that uh, we are able to take witnesses who need uh, temporary or permanent relocation or resettlement or safety out of the country uh, and uh, they too can use our program to benefit. The the regulations are still draft we are yet to present them to the committee on delegated legislation Mm -hmm. and once passed that whole uh, infrastructure will be easily uh, uh, put properly in order. The challenge is however in Africa which would be the best and most appropriate place to take uh, the, the protected witnesses in Africa. It can only be South Africa. We have countries like Nigeria, uh, Ghana, and Ethiopia that have developed uh, legislation, <coughs> but it's still on paper. Mm. They have not uh, operationalized and established the witness protection program. Mm. So we are committed as an agency to spur that. First, we spur the operationalization of those three uh, countries. Mm. Uh, so that they can establish the program and just like kenya learned from south africa because we went to south africa and learned how do they do it and and the the witness protection program in south africa is based within the directorate of public prosecution
3: mm.
1: ours is independent of that and uh, we learned and we came and established and we have grown and we have uh, possibly a much more robust uh, management, uh, pro- witness protection management program. Mm-hmm. So we are ready to support our uh, sister states, our brother states in Africa to operationalize the program. Those who ha- do not have the law have drafts or are thinking about it, mm-hmm. we are also ready mm-hmm. and willing to support them. And we have already received a request from some countries, please help us think through this process because it's very important to curb uh, the culture of impunity mm. in uh, various countries. Mm. Yeah,
0: I assume it costs something.
1: It is very expensive.
0: So, when you say that your office is independent, mm. is it independent budget-wise as well? Yes. So you have a direct vote.
1: We have a direct vote from the consolidated f- fund. Mm. Uh, we manage uh, our our budget. Mm. Um, the 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 operations as solely uh, us who decide how to manage that and that is very important Mm. first in terms of um, uh, (coughs) the the security Mm -hmm. of uh, the witnesses because the witness protection program operates in a very covert environment very confidential and you'll have people asking do you really exist Mm. we do Mm -hmm. you may not touch us but we can touch you Mm -hmm. Uh, we we have to ensure that we are flexible in the management of those uh, resources because we don't know what will happen tomorrow yeah uh, something uh, critical may happen people need witness protection uh, we are also very uh, accountable in terms of how we do it mm. we may not uh, speak out there but we have to ensure that everything is working together to ensure that all vulnerable witnesses who approach us mm. and meet our criteria are able to be protected With the best protection measures that they deserve Mm. and we go to the high court Mm. to seek that special protection measure okay in a very uh, quiet uh, confidential way
3: you mentioned meet the um specification what was the word that you used that they meet the criteria in order to be uh what is that because
0: the high risk profile
3: how can Mm. you tell that i am if I Mm come if there's a case and I am potential witness Mm -hmm. how would you then be able to tell whether then I fall under the threshold for protection Mm
1: -hmm.
3: as opposed to somebody else
1: yes Uh, we as I said we receive both you you as an individual approaches Mm -hmm. or as a legal agency approaches us like DPP uh, DCI Mm -hmm. ESCC will approach us. Mm. Mm. And each of them will approach us with certain information, Mm. which we are going to assess, including your own individual. So we will speak to you, we will come to you, we will speak, uh, we will gather our own um, factual evidence, intelligence information, make an assessment on one, what is the nature of the offense? Mm. How serious is it? What is this information that you hold? Mm. How crucial is it in terms of assisting us in the investigation? Assisting us in the evidence because the evidential threshold is higher mm. and so that then you're able to prosecute and determine the case mm. uh, Are you do you have other alternatives mm. to protect your life mm. and your household mm-hmm. or those affected by that information mm-hmm. and lastly uh second lastly are you can are you able to adopt to the program because mm. remember the program is not a luxury program where you just come Chill and enjoy yourself no yeah. actually oh you're yeah. not
0: just chilling in a hotel somewhere eating mm. and then
1: <laughs> just go to court daddy, in three months would, time yeah and
3: there's a security guard in you know no but
1: can you even imagine even if you stayed there in this room as we are right for three days doing nothing you, gonna, yeah, gonna you have to really crazy. think even that's about a, your mental health, point, health yeah. and you're not communicating you. to anyone is it a, a case of public interest yeah. mm. so they are, they, that's the, the criteria we look at so by the time we say yes we have assessed your th- risk threshold mm. Mm. and been able to determine yes you could be at risk but there are other options
3: have you ever refused or not taken someone into the program and then something has happened to them
1: uh, no. Okay. no No. Okay. because our our assessment is very thorough Mm -hmm. and is very individualized Mm -hmm. in fact we have had more applications than admissions Mm -hmm. into the program because we individualize you your your claim your request we do not assume uh, on the on the table that this looks okay no 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 Mm -hmm. we go to the ground we come to you Mm -hmm. we speak to a number of people those you you will know about and many you may not know about for us to be able to conclusively say yes, you deserve mm-hmm. protection mm-hmm. and this is the kind of special protection measures that you require mm. yeah, So the, 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 and that's why the cost also becomes very expensive mm-hmm. because we do not say no to any application and therefore like, uh, what uh, excellence was saying about awareness then becomes very important mm-hmm. for you to understand when we exist where can you access us And how can you access us? And is your uh, is your uh, request, overstanding, yeah, for
0: witness Mm -hmm. protection? So, how does one apply?
1: You can apply. You can call us. We have uh, hotlines, Uh, uh, and um, uh, what do you call them? Free, toll Toll free, free. toll free free lines. You can call Mm -hmm. us. You can uh, make an application through. We have on a website. Mm -hmm uh you can walk to any of our offices we have an office here uh, in nairobi at uh, milimani low courts on the fourth floor room 413 or you can go to kisumu low courts uh on the it's in a public place yeah in the courts you find yeah, us yeah. in the courts yeah.
0: but not being in a public place where i'm walking in and people can see uh-huh, you're seeking this mm, protection
1: yeah but you're in the really? court you also know the protection around the court and uh, so you can and that's why the phone the, the lines are there mm. and you can also write to the director at wpa.go.ke. Okay. Uh, so you can use all this you can use a proxy to mm. call on us. Mm. You can tell you can call uh, anytime 24/7. You
0: can tell an investigating officer. Yes, for exactly. Example. You can and use the police. Helps.
1: Actually we have prosecutor. a lot of that. Anyone, anyone. Okay. You can see someone is at risk you as an intermediary you can refer them to us okay and uh, that's why we have been uh, working very closely with the judiciary with the, uh, the police with the investigators with all enforcement agencies with the general public including human rights defenders paralegals you know that we exist put our flyers all over so that i can in the corner of my eye i can take that number call it secretly or walk to the office yeah. or drop a message mm. and will come to you. Our response time is very very important and that's why the the PLEAD uh, program has been very useful to mm. us because one of the things that we benefited from mm. was the uh, the provision of motor vehicles uh, through uh, the EU UNODC arrangement mm-hmm. and that is very important because our response time in terms of rescue, evacuation and uh, relocation is very very important. We would rather save you first and then later determine 15 days later and say,
0: uh uh-uh. uh. You actually you can
1: do one, two, three things. Okay. Because a life one life lost is far too many for us. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: And has b- bigger impact even on justice.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: exactly. Issue of protection because you're protecting
1: special uh, protection. There's
0: special protection here.
1: Mm.
0: And and there's a lot of confidentiality. Yeah. But then there are very many people involved in this chain. There's an investigating officer who will know that they're the ones who recommended so-and-so and so-and-so and so as the witnesses. Yeah. There is the Prosecution Office, the uh, DPP's office, the people who are handling this particular file. And they are of course the court orderlies. All these people at some point will best definitely know Eric was a witness. Mm-hmm. Eric is no longer around, around here. here. So mm. Eric must have gone mm. to Jedida's office. Mm-hmm. How do you then protect me from these officers? Okay, because you know, it's, it's Kenya.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the lessons learned for us is the earlier you touch the witness protection, you'd rather touch the witness protection agency and they tell you no, than touch them too late, because then it becomes much more complicated as uh, you're stating. So that if uh, you left uh, this studio. Two months ago, people think you're on holiday or no. mm. something. you will we'll yeah. get a story of how, how, you know, those kind of things. But whether you all know that you're under the witness protection program, you do not know where that person is. Mm. We have a mechanism of ensuring that safety, that protection. And after you come into the witness protection program, you can't ask me, oh, how is Jadida? <laughs> how is she doing? Is mm. she okay? It's been two months since I saw no there's no conversation we have we have no reference to yeah. you we have reference only to the justice point right. of why we are protecting you so mm-hmm. if we are protecting you in reference to the, this case you tell us this case is coming up uh, tomorrow not tomorrow give us a two weeks head start then we organize how we will les- securely deliver you there protect you while you're there and evacuate you thereafter mm-hmm. So it's a very hush-hush. A lot of confidentiality, mm. a lot of covert. You're not here many officers saying I, I am witness protection. No. Mm. So if I leave here and I say I work SPICE,
0: please. People will actually be, will say yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is our colleague. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. Don't even worry about it. Yes. Uh, so there are yeah. so many things we don't talk about mm. and we will not talk about, about because of that security. Okay
3: ambassador what does it look like for in terms of then measuring of success for programs obviously that are supported here in kenya supported um in other parts of the world where you say look the citizens who or those individuals who would want to lend a hand to justice but also be, must must be protected what do successes look like to say yes we want to continue to support you know uh, programs such as this
2: I mean, we have official evaluations. Yeah. So you establish benchmarks, like, um, for example, digitization. Um, 80% of all court proceedings are now digitized. Yeah. And that's a benchmark you want to reach within five years, let's say. Or uh, 21 witness boxes provided, mm. or training given to 10,000 uh, paralegals, for example. But then, for me, <coughs> it's also a subjective um, exercise. How is justice being perceived here? Mm. And what is the buy in of the people in the system? Mm. And um, so, there was an opinion survey a couple months ago and the justice system came out on top of all institutions Mm. on top Mm -hmm. in terms of approval rates and respect and uh, estimation uh, for its work in the society of course there are many many challenges still and nobody nobody wants to whitewash that Mm. but we can say and we can proudly say that the eu helped to uh, get in motion a very powerful transformation process and um, Also another indicator that something is going in the right direction is that other countries are looking at Kenya now. Mm. They are basically on a daily basis knocking on the door of the Chief Justice (coughs) to see what have you been doing. Mm. The other thing that we're doing is uh, we're having civil society oversight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is what we're strengthening much more in the second phase. So civil society has access (coughs) and can, can look at the policies that are delivered and see whether actually a change is happening or not. This is very important to empower the society to also give an opinion of what worked and what not, Mm -hmm. but um, for us, a program is just a program. Mm -hmm. So you can only support something that is carried (coughs) by the national uh, institutions and the people who work there, and that's why I'm so proud Mm -hmm. uh, of what is happening here in the justice sector, because wherever I go, Mm -hmm. I feel there's ownership and genuine will to change things. And just yesterday, um, the EACC, they said they in the afternoon they were presenting a GAP report on yep. corruption mm-hmm. <coughs> to the Chief Justice mm-hmm. and her leadership, and based on that, we will see where are the gaps and how can we through our program help to make things better
1: Mm. allow me to add on that Mm. Uh, we all come together under the National Council of the Administration of Justice which is an interagency both state and non-state which is one of the beneficiaries of the program. Another way to see the successes is that interagency collaboration, mm-hmm. which is very, very uh, crucial. Mm-hmm. And you can see now, of uh, their own motions, an agency is seeking out the other for support to ensure that we strengthen uh, the same. From where we sit, the number of applications will give you an indication of the rising awareness levels. <laughs> Whether we admit them or not, is another thing the requests to know more of how do we work with you, especially by non-state actors, because they are the direct consumers of these services, and also they are the they are the taxpayers mm. for these uh, institutional uh, services. So you are able to see there is more cordialness, more deliberateness uh, that is geared towards transformation. And this uh, is a partnership that is driven by our needs as requested by us yeah. so then the EU uh, the UNODC, the UNDP which supports the civil society uh, uh, aspect mm. now finances yeah. those prioritized needs and requests
0: how easy is it gonna be after 10 years a hundred million euros <laughs> has been put in mm. by the EU are there areas that you'll be able to pick up this uh, financial burden and run with? Or shall we be looking for somebody else to fund?
2: The
1: sustainability yep. of it all, mm-hmm. yeah. that That is the big uh, challenge. But the good thing is that uh, the, the government is also funding these institutions. So what this fund is doing is augmenting uh, what uh, these uh, uh, institutions are already doing. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the percentage that each uh, agency or institution receives from the EU yeah. is, uh, I don't think it, it will be uh, 10 to 15% of what the government is funding. Okay. So, the st- sustainability is going to be guaranteed in terms of sparring mm-hmm. that acceleration mm-hmm. of service delivery. Okay. So, it's not that there is no money. Then uh, there is then no the so ends, so it's, so it's just uh, supporting that, okay?
0: Yeah, ladies, thank you very much for joining us today. Mm. We've learned quite a bit, we've always known that there's a witness protection thingy majiggy so, going <laughs> on. There, but
1: allow me to share the numbers, please. Yes, the please. telephone numbers mm. we have a hotline number 07077 53629. A hotline 07077 mm. 53629. We have a toll-free number 0800-720-460, toll-free 0800-720-460. We also have some other two numbers 0711-222-441, 0711-222-411, and uh, Mm. 0725-222-442. We're going to take
0: all of these yes. numbers and Edna will post them on social media. Yes. Thank you very much. Jadida Warohio, CEO of the Kenya Witness Protection Agency. Look out for the contact that we're going to be posting shortly on social media. And Her Excellency Ambassador Henriette Giger, he she is the EU ambassador to Kenya. This is the Situation Room, the only way to start your day. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.